I've got it down pat. Uh, it's, that's a banger of a song too. And uh, anytime you need, I know someone, where to find you, you, and I know how insanely talented you are. So yeah. <laughs> the best interviews from your favorite artists. Hey, what's going on? This is Illy, and you're on the vibe with my man Sean Brown from all around the world. What's up? This is Amy Sharp. This is Rock Time. The vibe. Doing something I did not think I'd be doing today. Having a beer with Youngblood. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. Oh, sorry, bro. It's gonna be sick. <laughs> that's alright. This is. The Vibe with Sean Brown. Every now and then we get a remix or a recreation of an old classic and we either love it or we hate it. But I can definitely say I'm a big fan of this one. So it's a cover of Fleetwood Mac's Dreams and it's racked up over 2 million streams in just a few months and it sent this DJ right to the top of the charts and I'm stoked to have him on today. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Jolly and Pitch. mate how are you i'm good mate i'm very good that's good bro thanks yeah. for all your support on uh on all the plays in newcastle and across the country man i oh, really appreciate it of course bro i mean it's we play it flat out man like it's insane how many times like it's on such a high rotation which is so cool for you oh it's amazing and and the other thing as i saw the other week it was um the uh, on friday it was the fourth most played song in australia so Thanks to all you guys, you know, getting behind it. It's just crazy. I mean, you know, for, for a guy that's been in clubland yeah. and ha- has come from, you know, the DJ world where I really haven't been focused on radio to come onto to commercial radio and actually see, you know, you kind of see the stories of other people doing it. And now it's my journey of doing it and actually seeing how it's crossing over and connecting with so many people as well. It's, yeah. yeah, it's that's just an amazing dream. journey. Awesome. It is a dream come true. <laughs> oh, I don't man. like to I don't like to put out a cheesy pun, but it is a dream oh, come true. Oh man, I'm so happy for you. It's really cool. It's an unbelievable dream come true. I, I want to get get out there and, and celebrate as well. You know, we've been in these lockdowns oh. in uh, Victoria, um, and today able to get out finally. Um, but it's it's just um, I just want to go out there and celebrate. I want to catch up with some friends, you know, and. Um, uh, getting into some uh, some with some management now as well, and, and just finally, you know, everything's kind of just. I'm starting to tick off all these goals, and I just, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling good, and I'm feeling like you know the future's future's going to be big, but. Uh, I just want to go out of there and celebrate, you know? Yeah, you want to go out and see people dance to your song. I mean, if life was normal, this is something people would be playing flat out on their on their sets. I mean, I've had um, some DJs reply to me on my story because I've obviously shared quite the song quite a bit on my story. And so many people just replying saying, I can't believe this. I play him all the time. Like, you know, it, it must be a really cool feeling because I know you've been a DJ for a really long time. So to have so many DJs now respect you and be playing your music, that must be such a cool feeling. It is. And you know, I've been I've been doing this for a, a long time. I moved to Australia in 2010, so um, and I and I really wanted to focus on the music production while I was in Australia. And it's been a long journey, and I've I've done a lot of covers over my time. And it just seems that this one is the one that stuck and is resonating with everyone, you know. And and it's great to have all these DJs 
that have been, you know, following my career, but actually kind of see it now go to that next level. And, yeah. you know, it's just really interesting to see where it's all going to go from here. Yeah. So tell me your story. So you started out as a club DJ. What made you want to move to Australia? Yeah. So I uh, grew up in Auckland, New Zealand. And um, back in the day, I, I actually uh, published a music magazine, which was fortnightly. And it was an uh, a a six um, size thing, so you could put it in your back pocket. And I used to basically have all the clubs around New Zealand advertising in this magazine, and it was just a gig guide um, of what was going on in the, the dance music scene. So I kind of established myself around New Zealand through through the magazine, and was DJing at all the big festivals and, um, and all the cool events. And then from there. I ended up playing um, over in the Middle East, and I got a DJ residency in Cyprus. Wow. So I was I was based over on that side of the world. Um, I would do like a summer season in in Europe, and then I, when the summer season finished, I'd come back and I'd tour around Middle East, and then I'd come back to New Zealand. And then one time um, we had the Stafford brothers come up to Cyprus, and they were involved with the club in uh, the Gold Coast, and got on really well with the, the owner there, and moved to the Gold Coast in 2010 and yeah I kind of um, did Gold Coast for a few years and then it was like I need to kind of move to a bigger city if I really want to get you know launch my career um, in in a bigger platform you know and with a lot more DJs I, I think Gold Coast is more of like a little town compared to a big city like Melbourne, you know? Yeah. So it was either Sydney or Melbourne that I was going to go to. And uh, I'm just, I'm happy that I I chose Melbourne and, and, you know, everything's just um, kicking off. Yeah, great city, man. Now, I mean, I was going to ask you, what made you want to recreate this song? But as you said before, you've done quite a few recreations. Um, But Mm. tell me about, you know, your, your passion for recreating songs. Where did that come from? Well, I guess just, you know, because I've, I've, I've been DJing for so long and unless, you know, I'm, I'm more on the commercial house kind of tip. Yeah. And um, I just found that the songs that on the dance floor that got the biggest response were either, you know, the R&B house kind of crossover things mm-hmm. or like an old school track that may it may have been, even been a bootleg when I was playing on vinyl you get the bootlegs yeah. you know the white labels yeah and those you know and I remember even back years ago I used to play um, Fleetwood Mac Little Lies some version of that which was on a white label and that used to just go crazy so years later when I got more into my production I just found that the covers um, you can clear a cover reasonably easier um, obviously, you know, if you wanted to do it as a remix of that song, you'd have to get the band's permission, and there's all this red tape to cross. Whereas a cover, you know, you get a good vocalist on there, and you do a good backing, um, you know, you're going to get more DJs doing that. And obviously, over the years, my production techniques have evolved, and it sounds a lot better. And um, and then leading into Dreams was, I used to play a uh, a bootleg of that in my sets, which was more aimed at kind of bars not really clubs yeah and always goes off big, though hey <laughs> oh, yeah oh, big time but over our lockdown and, and the, the big major lockdown that we had here I had a lot of time on my hands so i was doing a few um different ones i did umbrella of rihanna um and i did um, an original as well and then i got onto i was like oh, man maybe i should do a, a version of dreams so after lockdown you know that's a big song but i'll do a version where i can do it for the club you know and if i can do a really good version for the club then we'll see where it goes and 
funny enough, uh, I played it on this Head Candy live stream and people were going, oh, what remix is this? Oh, this is awesome. And I was like, oh, there's a bit of buzz around this already. And a friend of mine said, oh, you got to get this out. You have to get it out. It's it's massive on TikTok. And I said, what's TikTok? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, and and then I think obviously the buzz of, of what the dog face did on TikTok to get a younger generation into that song, that actually propelled the original Fleetwood Mac song back on the charts again. Wow. You know, I think even commercial radio in, in Australia started playing the original version we again. Did, so man. yeah, we did. You know, so it was it's kind of perfect timing. And I think why my version resonates is the oldies know the song because they used to love the song yep. from back. You know, and then and the kids may have known it from their parents playing at a dinner party or whatever and then the TikTok viral thing I think it's it's just a combination of you know if I have done a, a, a good version of it I, I personally think and I think just the timing of the TikTok thing as well just <laughs> kind of it's a good combination. You've definitely done a good version of it, mate. I mean, look, this doesn't happen very often. You know, we get a lot of songs that are remixes or recreations of old songs. And, you know, it's it's very rare that you're like, oh, really? Is this what we're doing? But this one, as soon as I heard it, before you we were playing it on the radio, I was I had it on repeat on my phone. Like, I was listening to it at the <laughs> gym. And um, it, it's so good. Take me back to the day that you sat down and you created this song. So the vocalist on it is Regan Derry. Yes. Yeah, 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 yep. yeah. So she was in Scarlet Bill back in 2010, I remember. Um, right. And uh, in a girl band. She was on X Factor a few times. Yep. Um, now, you've got her on. How did that happen? Uh, well, she used to date a friend of mine. Um, I didn't know Regan until probably a year and a half ago. Um, and before uh, COVID and all that kicked off, I was looking for an original vocalist to kind of come and do some um, writing sessions with me. So ended up um, connecting with her and flying. I said, look, I'd, I'd really like to work with you, but probably best if we work in the studio. And at that time, she was based in either New South Wales or Gold Coast. So I said, look, I'll fly her down, come into the studio, you know, stay a night or something. So she ended up doing two days um and we wrote a whole heap of tracks and from there and none of them were, were covers they were all original things some for my jolian name some for my aliases so it was a it was a mixed bag of stuff and, and we you know in, in the space of you know 30 something hours came up with three new vocals which were great anyways in lockdown um i was like look i'm gonna do a couple covers um at that point though when i don't when i approach something I think of it maybe just as a bootleg for my DJ sets so it'll have the original vocal mm. and in the case of Dreams I started with Stevie Nicks's vocal on there and then when I get to the, the end of it I'm going hey oh, yeah, this is really good and in a normal scenario outside of COVID I would test it in clubs and if I see there's good reactions I go oh okay maybe I investigate to try and get a, a singer on this that can do it a good version mm. and that's when I kind of went off with that but with Regan I had done uh, Umbrella the Rihanna thing and, and I actually heard Regan she's like this amazing singer that can pretty much mimic most vocalists you know she's amazing yeah. at that and she did a video of singing all these different vocalists like Whitney Houston and Rihanna and some of the Disney I saw that. Um, I saw that. so cool yeah, so, and so she actually did Umbrella and I was like 
oh, well, I've just done Umbrella. Why don't I see whether or not she's up for doing the whole thing? So I just said, hey, you're in lockdown as well. You want to make a bit of money? You know, and she's like, yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. Well, how do you feel about doing this? The, the thing with the Umbrella um, song was that, that it obviously um, the song is a lot slower mm. than what I made it. So I basically had to slow the song down so she could sing over it. And then I would just pitch her vocals up to that. In the case of Dreams, it wasn't as much as a slowdown. So um, one thing that I'm really looking forward to once we're all back after lockdown is actually performing it live with Regan. Yes, that'd be insane. Yeah, that, 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 that's my, and Regan's really wanting to do that as well, you know. Yeah. So I, I can't wait till we get some, you know, live uh, element starts happening again and, and we can do some live shows with her singing and me DJing. That'd just be amazing. Bro, that'd be insane. Is the Umbrella one out? The Umbrella one is out. It's actually on my record label. Oh, okay. Um, Club Luxury is my one of my record labels. Amazing. Um, and, and that is out and uh, actually got number three on the ARIA club charts uh, started this oh, at the very, very first chart of January. Yeah. Oh, very came good, out of, Came out in December. So, yeah, cool. um, that's hopefully one thing that uh, I get from the success of Dreams is that people will actually discover my back catalogue of stuff and yeah. go, oh, wow, he's done this, he's done that. You know, one, one of the other covers that I'm exceptionally proud of is my um, cover version of Michael Jackson's Thriller. I'm the first ever official cover version of Michael Jackson's Thriller that had the blessings from the Michael Jackson estate and the original writer of Thriller, Rod Templeton. Wow, man, that's crazy. How cool. So can we get those in streaming services like Apple Music, Spotify? They're, they're, all, they're all over streaming. Um, Thriller came out two years ago on Perfect Havoc, which is Joel Corey's, uh, the label that Joel Corey is, is on. Yeah. Um, so all, all of Joel Corey's hits are on this la same label. Mm -hmm. The only problem I had with, with the Thriller thing is just all that bad publicity about MJ carried over onto my release. So, um, I mean, I love MJ, but you know, there's obviously all those conflicting things. I don't really want to get into it, but that was yeah. that was the problem on that release, unfortunately. Right. What are you thinking next for your next release? Are you thinking like a cover or original? You know, where do we go from here? Uh, yes. Um, I, I mean, I'm all about original stuff. Yeah. And I've kind of just been basically sitting back and seeing where dreams goes from here you know um yesterday i was i was on a call with the with the label and, our, and the pr team and we're actually now across the board on every metro and regional commercial radio station in australia like that to me is just absolutely insane yeah, um crazy. i mean that, that's where all the pop stars are. I, yeah. I don't consider myself a pop star, um, <laughs> but I'm I'm kind of competing against those guys now. So for me, um, I want to create a massive original song, you know, um, and that is really working in with some amazing top line pop uh, vocalists and 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 just you know really workshopping um, a big track. And so we're working on something at the moment, which is which will be the follow up to Dreams. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm a little bit tight-lipped about that because yeah. we look, we're trying to get a good featured singer on that at the moment. And I, and yeah, it's, it's just gonna be an interesting journey from here, man, because now, you know, my name's been smashed all over radio. So yeah, I know that people will be going, hey, what's he gonna do next, you know? And I don't want to be that one-hit wonder guy. No. Um, and, 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 I do, and I can write original stuff, um, but I want to make it, you know, 
as big as dreams, if yeah, not bro. bigger. I love that. Yeah. Um, I love that mainstream radio is kind of catching on to the whole house thing now. I mean, you look at Joel Corey, for example. You know, he put out "Sorry" what two, two, three years ago now with that. You know, re, uh, the that was an old song, but then he got a vocalist hmm. on that, and then he releases "Head and Heart," and that just blows up. And you know, I think it's a great time for you to be doing what you're doing. I think it's going to be great to have someone from New Zealand that's in Australia doing that as well. You know, it's um, it's exciting, man, and I can't wait to see what happens. For you next i mean joel Corey is definitely a very good example of mm. a kind of mod- a model that you want to base yourself off as yeah. a producer you know you come and even jonas blue fast car look mm. at that you know and, and he did fast car um and then he just launched this massive slew of huge originals yeah and that's the same thing you know i may come back to um doing cover stuff yeah or even down the line, maybe even I can work with, say, the likes of a Stevie Nicks. Yeah, man. You know, and 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 do you know? Imagine if I actually got Stevie Nicks to re-sing Dreams over this. Yeah, bro. You know, that, how crazy would that be? That would be crazy. Have you have you heard anything from Stevie Nicks or Fleetwood Mac or anything like that? Well, we, I mean, obviously, all the publishing was cleared on Dreams. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. I mean, hey, we're, we're you know we're flying up the charts yeah. in, in Australia <laughs> and all this at the moment, so. Hey, you know, if, if it gets to, if let's just say a month, two months, I don't know how, you know, this is all new to me, yeah, yeah, but yeah. let's say it, we actually got a number one on the Arias, which would be mind, yeah. absolutely mind blowing. I mean, I was number one on the Aria club charts, but yeah. separate chart, but you know, on the main charts, if that happened, maybe there's, maybe there's a, a way to, to get the original singer on the track. The Imagine that would be crazy. <laughs> Who knows? It, it, it's just yeah. It is a cra- It's it's all crazy for me. Yeah, right yeah, now. yeah, yeah. I spoke to Joel Corey a couple of months ago, and he um, it was when he released Bed. You know, obviously he collaborated with David Getter on that one, which was a mm, dream come massive. true for him. Do you have like a producer or a DJ that you would love to collaborate with? Calvin Harris would be good. Yeah, oh, that would be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> you know, um, on the on the singers um, side of things, I'd love to do something with um, any of the Destiny's Child singers. Oh yeah. Um, you know, I, I like that. I'm not an R&B guy like when I DJ, it's, mm. it's house, but I like that infusion of the R&B vocals yeah. over house type stuff. Like look at, you know, case case example right here, David Guetta, when he crossed into that commercial zone, his song with Kelly Rowland and Akon, Snoop Dogg, massive hits for him, you know? Yeah, bro. And I would, that, that's kind of, I'd, I'd love to do something that with, would be with crazy. Uh, singers like that. Kelly Rowland's just done a cover of um, Finally, CC Pennison's Finally. Have you heard that? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, who, I haven't. Who have they done that with, actually? I think I've got it. I downloaded it recent, recently. Uh, it's oh, really I good. Love, I love Kelly Rowland. Yeah. She's an amazing singer. Amorphous. Um, Amorphous. Amorphous? Amorphous. Okay. Yeah, that producer. Yeah, uh, cover of Finally. It's pretty good. But, um, I mean, wow. she's obviously into it, so... Who knows, mate? Well, Kelly, you know, Kelly, Kelly's in the, the whole dance thing. I don't think Beyonce's kind of collaborated with any dance artists. No. But, and even like another thing for me is finding some um, old singers from the 90s rock bands like the Smashing Pumpkins or Billy Joe from Green Day. Yeah, man. Those kind of things also intrigue me as well. Yeah. Um, to, you know, because I, I grew up in a band and I used to play all that type of stuff. And I, I can see, because I've also done a cover version of um, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Other Side. 
you know, so having that band type of thing. But what I'd like to do is try and work with some of those original, basically idols of mine yeah. um, from the band world, you know, that are massive pop stars these days. So hopefully down the line, you know, maybe one of those things can connect. <laughs> well, mate, it's looking very positive and it's been great to uh, have a chat with you about it all. And I, I wish you all the best with the future as well. Thank you so much. Really appreciate all your support, man. And um, yeah, anytime you want me back on here, just let me know. Oh, we'll wait for that next single, hey? I can't wait to see who you get yes. on it. <laughs> Let's go. Hey, guys, this is Joel Corey, and you're listening to The Vibe with Sean Brown. Hey, this is Dr. Goodroom, and you're listening to The Vibe if you do need a rapper on enough, I've got it down pat. Uh, it's, that's a banger of a song too. And uh, anytime you need someone... I know someone, where to find you, you and I know how insanely talented you are. So, yeah. <laughs> the best interviews from your favourite artists. Hey, what's going on? This is Illy, and you're on The Vibe with my man, Sean Brown. From all around the world. What's up? This is Amy Sharp. This is Rock Time. The Vibe. Doing something I did not think I'd be doing today. I'm having a beer with Youngblood. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be... It's going to be sick. Oh, sorry, mate. It's going to be sick. <laughs> That's all right. This is The Vibe with Sean Brown.